All right, I want to introduce you to Sarah Gilbert. She's first and foremost an opera singer, as illustrated by her at Singing Tech Twitter handle. And she's the community manager for the Microsoft Tech community for the Microsoft public sector. She's amazing at keeping those of us in the public sector up to date with the latest happenings. And she's been a good friend to me and my daughter. And I just want to thank you so much for joining me here today, Sarah. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> So for those who don't know you, who, who have not uh, had the, the, the honor and opportunity to interact with you like I have, tell us a bit about yourself, where you're from, uh, what, what, who you are, and, and what you do. Uh, okay, uh, so I am originally from Las Vegas. Uh, I am the community manager for the Microsoft public sector tech community. And in honor of uh, this podcast, I actually put this together. I'm in the government cloud <laughs> or no here this is like uh these are the two you know it's washington and lincoln and yeah. they're asking a question i always ask which is is it in gcc gcc higher dod every time something comes out uh just to just to make sure so i can keep up on it um and uh yep i came into tech from uh an opera career i was an opera singer for about i want to say seven to eight years before i transitioned into tech i still sing opera from time to time, just not full scale, because that uh, that's a huge time commitment. Um, and now I currently live in the Seattle area. So you can't just gloss over the opera part, right? Yeah. Where'd you go from opera, which I think is amazing, to IT? So I ended up in Phoenix, Arizona, and I needed a job. And I was looking at a bunch of different postings and I saw one for GoDaddy. That's actually how my tech career started. And on the posting, um, it, you know, it was letting anybody apply, but I remember this. Uh, it said, um, this was back in the day when they said that you, they wanted you to have a computer science degree. Now I had two degrees. I have a bachelor's and a master's in music. Don't have a computer science degree, but I figured I would try to apply to it anyways. And I still remember this. I was going through the interview uh, the person interviewing me was uh, Tom Bardella, and I remember it was like my last final interview where they were going to offer me the job, and I didn't want to feel like I was dishonest, so I, you know, broke down. I was like, hey, you know, I just want to let you know, like, I'm so sorry I don't have a computer science degree, and he was like, oh, that doesn't matter. You already passed all our tests, and musicians are really good at tech anyway. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, there's a lot of them. It's, you'll do fine, um, and from there, kind of like my, my career went because I realized, you know, especially going into GoDaddy puts you through training. Honestly, it's like one to two months of training. A lot of the skill set that musicians have uh, is it translates into the technical um, pattern recognition is a good one or being able to conceptualize an idea with minimal data or, you know, work amidst chaos and uh, adapt to change, especially as a musician. Well, you know, too, you're a musician as well. Like you have to adapt to things going on all the time. You know, it's never, it's never exactly how you picture it. Right. So from there, uh, after I was working for, so I worked for GoDaddy on their ground floor um, and I was trying to figure out where I was trying to go in tech. So I tried a little bit of everything. I took classes in programming uh, looked at project management, and uh, I ended up connecting with GoDaddy's social media team and helping them with a lot of events and different promotions and different contests. And um, and then I also helped with tech writing. So 
I helped write a lot of the original internal and external articles uh, for some of the products. And from there, I specialized. Then I went to, I, I realized I wanted to move to Seattle. I didn't want to be in Arizona anymore. I grew up in a desert. It's just not for me. I, I can't, I can't with that. I want seasons. Um, Cause really in Vegas, the two seasons are hot and slightly less hot. Right. That's really it. Uh, Arizona, Arizona as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, it, you know, every now and then, well, no, Arizona has monsoon season. Uh, that's about it. And uh, so I took a job with a, uh, a Microsoft partner. Um, it was a startup. And there I was doing a lot of server admin tasks, more technical tasks. And I was um, a technical account manager. And then uh, I still helped them with their marketing. And from there, I transitioned to my career here. Uh, where they wanted somebody that was that marketing and technical hybrid to be able to not only help to get the word out about different services and things underneath public sector, but also be able to talk to it and understand it. Uh, so that's how I ended up here. And I love it. I love being in this field where technical meets marketing. You know, you need creativity in tech. I think that that's, that's what helps drive a lot of the innovation. Wow, that's, that's pretty amazing. I mean, I like your story because, you know, for a lot of people trying to figure out, I want to get into IT, you know, mm -hmm. I, 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 I'm doing X today, but, you know, technology is so interesting to me, or I know that there's a lot of need, in there, and there is a lot of need in terms of, you know, different careers, because technology is constantly changing and growing. There's new things to learn, new, lots of things to, to implement. Um, I just love your story because it shows people who didn't start on an IT path and go to, you know, go get that computer science route that, that that's not too late, right? There's a chance yeah. to, to, to take skills you've learned through your other, you know, career and leverage them against what we do in the IT field. And I also like that you're working in a, in, you know, one of the areas of IT we may or may not always talk about. Right, the tech writing and the the social media aspects. I mean, social media probably is a little bit more well known nowadays because every company's got to have that. But you know, the right. the writing, the writing, and the making sure documentation's good and making sure both internal and external. I mean, that's that's a really really important thing to make sure the the engine runs. Exactly, and to make sure people are aware of it, the information's accurate. Um, and then there's an aspect of community management that's also uh, it's it's like project management. And the community is one of the best parts. You know, one of the, the things that I've loved about helping create and cultivate this community is much like Ariel in The Little Mermaid, you go where the people are. And it's not always one set path, you know, for government IT workers and uh, a lot of people in public sector. It's not just Twitter or Facebook. Uh, there's Reddit channels. There's a lot of these side chats going on. There's some of these events. And so a lot of it is, is finding your people and bringing them together to be able to share thoughts and ideas and you know, not only like blast information out at them, because I think that's what Twitter is for the most part. You're just kind of throwing things at people. <laughs> but it's a place where you can have real interaction and also uh, a place where we can see where the where the actual problems are it you know talking to the community helps inform our content which is what i love about it too that's awesome so i mean so that kind of explains how you got into it which is normally my second question so that, that's great mm -hmm. we kind of roll right into that um 
let's thinking thinking around those lines. So you've been in IT a while, and you've, yep. you've experienced a couple companies and the different ways we do things at different places. What's something that if you were given you know the power for the day, right, the magic wand or or, or whatnot? What's a change that you think we should make in IT that would be, you know, for the better in terms of how we do things today? I mean, I, I just think of like me coming into IT and kind of how I, you know, this has been said often enough. I do think that there need to be more women, um, but I think that there needs to be more encouragement across the board, not just for women, but for minorities as well as making it accessible and I know that they're starting to now making it more accessible um, for our youth I guess you could say uh, you know in in colleges and in uh, in high school too because I remember I'm 35 now like we had just discussed but like I remember in high school there really wasn't much for it you know they, they didn't really make it as accessible mm. um, or they gave you know it was the idea that like oh if you learned a program you know you're you're a you know you shouldn't do that and was even discouraged you know and it's or thought of as lesser than and it's not um and it's something that i think should be encouraged as well as i like the i i've met so many people in tech and microsoft even that have come from unconventional backgrounds mm. and i would love to see more programs to help not only get people into tech, but to leverage different skill sets to help transition them into tech faster. Because I, you know, I've met so many musicians that have told me about trying to get into tech and when it all finally clicked for them. And it would be great to develop programs like that that use a, that can map somebody's skill set and kind of help guide them into that career a bit better. Hmm, I like that. That's an interesting idea. I mean, um... Because I mean that is a big thing. I mean I have I I, I do mentoring um, mm -hmm. on the side because I I, love, I just love to help not only the the younger generation. I love mentoring youth, but also people who are fresh in their career. And that is an interesting. I, that's a question I've heard uh, time and time again. Is you know I'm interested in getting into IT. How do I make that transition? What's it look like? You know, and uh, without going back to school, right, and making a significant investment right. in another college degree that they, mm -hmm. you know, that they may not be able to afford. So it's, it's an interesting conundrum. And I know, and I do appreciate there are many big companies, I think Microsoft included, that have started talking about hiring high schoolers now instead of only college graduates because it will broaden the pool of people they can hire and then they can build them up themselves, uh, you know, and give them the relevant training uh, that will get them started on a career. It's, it's pretty interesting. Exactly. And it makes more sense, too, because sometimes even like what you learn in college, you know, it might be, all be different by the time you graduate. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess I'm biased because I do come from a conventional background, but I think it's good to have a mix of different people from different backgrounds. You know, if everybody came from, you know, broke off the same mold, you're never going to get the flow of new and interesting ideas that you could get from a better mix of people. And that that's... Yeah, that's a really interesting point. Yeah, there was a great book. The book was named um, Your Software Sucks. I can't remember the <laughs> author off the, my, off the top of my head. But his entire premise was, you know, you, the college graduate with a computer science degree, are writing software for people like you, but your users aren't you. Your users have different backgrounds, different degrees, maybe not a degree, right? And you're writing software as if they came through the same 
use experience you did and you need to you know rethink that uh, paradigm and that's that's why you know i think customer experience uh, as a, a field is huge right now um yeah. certainly flourishing within the government space because government does a lot of you know public facing uh, uh things and they're trying to leverage technology for that and, and they need to understand the customer experience Exactly. And I, I think it's that's the other reason why I like our community, because you can actually see the voice of the customer. It's not just um, it's not just an echo chamber. You know, nobody's just like congratulating each other and saying that everything's perfect and sunshine and rainbows. It's, you know, a place to actually like kind of drop that curtain and give that real feedback or talk about real problems that are happening so that that can be surfaced too. Or even like I said, it informs our content. So sometimes if someone's like, I don't see enough about X subject, then we could be like, okay, obviously we need to talk about this more because I can only find two other articles published on it and they were four years ago. So how about yeah, we do a new one? You've done a number of asking. That's, that's happened to me. The, the, mm -hmm. the, the, I'm sorry about that. So the, yeah, the number of ask me anything you've hosted recently is amazing because those are great opportunities for people to ask the really hard questions like, hey, how come this sucks in GCC? Or, the, you know, you, uh, people tell me it's supposed to work and it doesn't and it's mm -hmm. GCC high or DOD. And, you know, and sometimes the, the documentation isn't as explicit in terms of what works in which uh, cloud instance. I, I really, I, just uh, kudos to, to you and, and Microsoft as a whole for being willing to, you know, take that criticism and then, you know, provide feedback. Right. And I think that it's, those ask me anything are just as important for the, you know, engineers and PMs that are, that are answering the questions as they are for the customers. It's one of the reasons why I love them so much is because they can see like in real time what people are asking. Because you can put out a survey or a form anytime and, and those are have their place too, but to actually get those questions in real time from people, you're, you know, like that curtain drops and you're, you're seeing yeah, like just kind of like the real raw issues that they're talking about. And also having examples. You can look at technical documentation all day long, but seeing it in practical application is different. I think that's true. Wow. So thinking ahead to the future, uh, both for yourself and for, you know, the, the, this community you're building, where do you, where do you see this going? I mean, where, where do you see the growth opportunities for both, for both yourself and yeah. for how we do this interaction in the tech community? It's always such a loaded question just because <laughs> position titles always change. I mean, at this point, I don't, you know, I, I've gone through title changes. I'm like, just call me a wizard. I don't know. Or no, actually earlier today, I signed off on something just saying XOXO public sector gossip girl because <laughs> it had been a All right, well, I'm going to have to put that on every email I send to you now. That's the way I'm going to title it. XOXO public sector gossip girl. <laughs> I think the person I said to said it to as well didn't even get it. Like I was laughing, they weren't. And I'm like, mm, never mind. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, so for the, the tech community, it's, it's already, you know, steadily growing. What I want to see for it, um, public sector, as well as other communities, is I want to build even more engagement on both sides of the, you know, of the spectrum, I guess. Uh, so I want to see more engagement from not only uh, customers and partners, but also employees. So I want that membership to grow. Um, I prefer online community. Again, I'm biased, but... You know, it's true. I prefer online communities like this where there's actually a two-way conversation mm -hmm. versus you can kind of do it in Twitter, but you're limited by what, like, you're limited by the character count and 
uh, Facebook and attention is, span, right? Exactly. Character count, attention span versus like this is kind of more, you know, a direct line. So I want to, I want to have that membership built up. Um, I also want, if anything, more and more members to help and come in and inform our content. Because not only are we doing content from Microsoft and Microsoft employees, but we do, as you know, guest blogs. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a two way street any way you look at it for public sector. Um, and most of our communities are run that way as well. So I wanna see more of that built up. Um, for myself, I just wanna keep progressing in this career. And I don't, it's weird, cause I don't wanna go like that typical marketing route. Um, also people tend to think of marketers as like salesy people, which mm. they're not, but um, I wanna continue doing roles that are just this like this creativity marketing meets technical hybrid because I feel like that's where you can really it, it works both sides of my brain so it's kind of where I thrive um, so uh, basically like the next steps up would be things like you know a type of God, what are the titles called now uh, product marketing management program management mm -hmm. director level things like that where I can not only you know help in a small community but start to inform strategy at a larger scale Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, and I would love to love to have you do that. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, it would be, it's also really cool to me to just kind of walk into meetings and have somebody look like me. So, <laughs> <laughs> which even now I think it still throws people off where I'm like, oh yeah, where's the public sector person? And I'm just like all like dressed in black. And I'm like, Hey, so <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's a pro. I think you, you get the unique it's like your your it's like your branding at this point. I mean, uh, yes. Besides, it's Teams colors, right? Microsoft Teams. You're a, you're a team player, and it's Microsoft Teams. <laughs> I think what I like originally it was either Rima or somebody I met like at the first Ignite I went to. Someone was like, "Oh, you dyed it to match Teams," and I'm like, mm. "Yeah, yeah, Forever. that's what I did." <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, it's it's like a at this point my hair is kind of like a mood ring. So. <laughs> so tell so since we have a chance, tell everybody where they could go to, to participate in the in the uh, tech community. Oh, you cut out for a second. What was that? Oh, I'm sorry. So share with us how how people can get involved in your public sector tech community. Okay. So if you go to techcommunity.microsoft.com, you can go ahead and sign up. Uh, it's completely free. It just asks for an email. You can use your work email or whatever email you like, and then look up the public sector community and click on join. I think you're under special topics, I think. In the... Yeah, special topics, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I can give you the link as well. Um, you can also follow us on uh, Twitter. It's MST Community, or you could follow myself, which I am just singing tech. Um, and you'll see my picture across there. I'm on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and even part of several government IT Reddit communities. So. Yeah, and I'll put those links down in the description of the video when we put it out. Awesome. Yeah, I hope we do many more of these. Um, that's the other thing I'd like to see, actually, for the community. Uh, I want to see more video and audio interactions, especially because of COVID and everything. It helps mm -hmm. us connect with each other. That's a good point. Well, I want to thank you, Sarah. I mean, you're, you're such a vibrant person. You've been a help thank to you. me and my daughter. As you, you were the one who helped me uh, really start a user group in, in the DC area for public sector specifically. And, and we're uh, an inspiration in, in helping me get the right speakers to that. So I, I thank you so much for the work you do at Microsoft and for the community at large, more importantly, especially for public sector, for those of us in that, in that realm. Oh, welcome. <laughs> Anytime. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming today. You're welcome.